Greetings to my Vaughn listeners. It is that time of the afternoon again where you are chilling with your host, Lady G, on our afternoon drive segment. I am just excited as always. It is always good to be in your midst. Uh, We bless God every time for this opportunity where we can just come and fellowship, sit and break bread, which is the word of God, and to hear what God has in store for us. And it's a Friday afternoon. Once again, I'm excited because we are going to go to the weekend. A lot of us have things planned. whether it's birthday parties, anniversaries, whatever parties you have, or maybe you are planning a funeral, you've just lost the loved ones, we pray that may God strengthen you all towards this weekend. May you be covered by under the blood of Jesus. May you be protected. As some of you are planning for your fun- the, the funerals of those the dearly parted ones, we pray that may God strengthen you. May God comfort you. The comfort that no man can give you, but only God can. So we bless and we thank God. And we thank God that uh, in this time, we still decree and declare that there will be no dead wave. We are saying it in the atmosphere because the media is saying it. Uh, they are saying it, they are declaring it in the atmosphere. So we, as the children of the Most High God, we must counteract that by speaking the word of God. The Bible tells us that words of life are in the power of the tongue. So we want to speak life. We want to speak life. We don't want to speak and decree that and say the third wave. No, we don't want to decree that. We want to speak life. We are saying the third wave will be the move of the Holy Spirit. The third wave will be the revival that God is bringing about in our lives. That is the third wave in the mighty name of Jesus. So we speak life. We speak life in the mighty name of Jesus. This is Radio, and Radio is over your airwaves. So as we are saying in the atmosphere, we are declaring it. We are proclaiming it. We are pronouncing it. We are making a decree and we are sealing it by the blood of Jesus. The word of God teaches us that once a letter has been written, a declaration has been given, and once the king's ring puts a seal on it, there is nothing that can change that declaration. So we are using the ring of God, and we are putting a seal on it, and we are saying nothing will change this declaration. Nothing will change this declaration in the mighty name of Jesus, we decree and we declare. So we are continuing with what God has in store for us today. We're still talking about the supernatural provision. And this is the month of March, the month of Trinity. That is what God said to us. God said, we are about to be visited by the Trinity of heaven, the Trinity of God. You know, God himself is going to show up in our houses. The Trinity of God is upon us. The Trinity of God is coming upon us so we bless god we give him the praise we give him the glory the honor and the admiration we say in the mighty name of jesus the trinity of heaven is upon us it's number three the third month of 2021 the third month of 2021 we said number 21 is telling us that we've entered 
into that month of maturity so this is the month of maturity in the year of maturity sorry and this is the year the month where god is visiting us in our maturity so we must be positioned we must be ready so as i am saying this i'm thinking of um uh, a post that was sent to me by a friend of mine so i just thought let me read it to you guys all as we are talking about the the year of maturity the year of where we are going to be positioning ourselves so she wrote it's a cousin of mine she wrote this and she says it was um uh, as we've we've had the budget speech and all of that so she says a very good day and after a very good day after a day of positive budget speech something to think about it is pointless to ask god for direction if you are not willing to move your feet that's so true how many of us ask god for these things but yet we are not willing to move so it is pointless to ask god for direction when you are not willing to move your feet uh elijah had to ask god for direction and then god said to him go to such and such a place and he had to be willing to move even when the broker and dry and god directed him to the widow in zarephath he could have stayed there because really in the brook it was comfortable he when he wake woke up there was water in front of him and the ravens were there to always feed him so it was comfortable sometimes we want to move but because where we are we are still comfortable even me too i think of myself when i would think okay i want to start a business but because i still had the job i was comfortable you know even when god says take a risk it's difficult to leave the job that you have because with the job that you have you know you are guaranteed a salary at the end of the month but to risk and go start a business when you don't have anything that's a huge risk and that is where many of us are we ask god for direction but we are not willing to move our feet. So every breakthrough and every success story is the combination of divine power and human effort. God brought manna to Israel, but he didn't make it fall inside their tents. Neither did God pick it up and chew it for them. Hey, wonderful, wonderful, because we just spoke about the manna. We spoke about what they, children of Israel, had to do. God played his part. We also have our part to play. They also had their parts to play. As she says, it didn't fall inside their tents. They had to go and pick it up. And after they've picked it up, they still had to go and prepare it. So sometimes we just want to sit. Our arms are folded. I'm crying for a job, but I'm waiting for somebody to come and knock in my house. We're not saying God won't do that. God will do that. But some of us, we are just plain lazy. We ask God for direction but we are not willing to move our feet even in this supernatural provision that God is talking about there are some movement some action that is going to be needed from me so if I am not willing to act if I am not willing to put some effort or some action into it I'm going to miss it 
Remember, we spoke about that in the month of February, where we said e obedience causes you to be on time. It causes you not to be outside of time because this is what frustrates us. We miss our opportunities. We miss our appointments because we are outside of time and we are so frustrated. We frustrated everybody. We frustrated at even God, but we were the ones who were not willing to move in the direction that God told us to move in because like no, like um uh lord i almost said this guy of sodom and Gomorrah, like lord we want to the direction that we want to take we want to take the direction that looks good in our eyes isn't that what lord did the word of god says when 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 the servants were quarreling moses um abraham's servants and lord they had a quarrel and then moses and uh, abraham said for the sake of peace Let us dispute this. You choose. The direction he chose was the direction that was with his natural eyes. Not the direction that God had intended for him. And that is what we do most of the time. We choose with our natural eyes. And that is what gets us in trouble all the time. So let us not be like Lot, where we are going to move in the direction that we are seeing with our natural eyes. There is a direction that God is willing to take us, a direction that is willing that God is will wants to take us, and we need to be willing in order for God to be able to take us into that direction. Yes, my listeners. we still read here when God speaks about the, the manna that did not just fall inside their tents Exodus 16 no amount of praying or fasting could replace Israel's need for decision making and decisive action each Israelite had to get up early in the morning, find containers and gather enough manna for the day. God will never do for you anything that he's already given you the strength to do it. You already have the ability of God inside of you. He has already given you the strength to be able to do it. So God is not going to do it for you when he has already given it to you. I love the way she says, no amount of fasting and prayer. Some of us, we fast, we pray, then we don't do anything about it. That is what we do. I love this because I was watching a show one day. I can't remember when, but a few years back, it was Juanita Benham when she was teaching. She was making an example of this to say, yes, you have the prophetic word. Somebody prophesied over your life and said you will own bakeries. You will do this. You will do this. But have you sat down and done research? How much is one, you know, just the research about, about this prophetic word that you have given it. Kick started, started. Some of us, we sit and we are saying, we are waiting for God. Uh, the prophetic word fell, but there is nothing that you are doing. I love another man of God when he speaks, uh, Joshua Salman. He says, um, somebody has prophesied over your life but as long if the prophecy wants you to be on level five there, there, there is nothing that you can do to bring that down you must 
move up to level five basically that is what it means because if god has prophesied that you will meet a ceo god is expecting you to start now positioning yourself start speaking start dressing like you are about to meet you are getting ready to meet the ceo you see there were seconds there were things that happened in joseph's life to put him right near pharaoh's Amabera, Kapera, because God needed Joseph to speak to Pharaoh. While Joseph was in um, was in his father's land, where he was uh, where he was a favorite son, he was never going to meet Pharaoh. There are things that need to happen to take place. Sometimes you need to position yourself in such a manner that these things are going to take place because God has already spoken it in your life. It might happen that maybe God is saying the king will come to your house, but even with Cinderella. She she had to get herself to the ball. She had to get herself to the ball because the king was not going to come to her house. Sometimes we want these kings, these princes to come to our houses. Get yourself to the ball. Look good. You know, even, even the, the, the CEO is not going to come and knock at your house. Maybe God will do it like that. But what I'm trying to say is we need to also position ourselves of which we are struggling to do it's a struggle for us to position ourselves so this is why she says no amount of fasting no amount of prayer they still needed to make decisions decision decisive action each israelite had to get up early in the morning find containers and gather enough manna for the day god will never do for you anything that he's already given you the strength to do god wants to bless you financially but you have to get up every morning and work diligently and faithfully god wants to bless you with a child but you have not endured the nine long odious months of pregnancy God wants to bless you with a virtuous wife or a loving husband, but you must get out of your comfort zone. Sacrifice comfort and convenience. Open your heart to love and be loved. Invest time in a relationship. Lose a few friends and disappoint some family members along the way. Just because it is from God doesn't mean it's going to be easy. I love that, my listeners. God gave Israel the promised land, but they had to walk through the desert, cross the seas and flooded rivers and fight and kill for it. Whatever it is that you've been praying for, God might have already said yes, but it won't fall on your lap without your effort and action. After claiming it in prayer, you must get up and take it by force. After claiming it in prayer, you must get up and take it by force. And we just want to claim it in prayer only. And we don't want to do any action. Birds are born to fly. 
notwithstanding the law of gravity fishes are born to swim notwithstanding the principle of flotation every child of god is born to win the battles of life regardless of all obstacles and challenges whatsoever is born of god has overcome the world no two birds have ever collided in the sky which means there's more space for all of them my god i love that no two birds have ever collided in the sky which means there is more space for all of them oh i love it cuz i love it cousin thank you you don't need to pull your neighbor down to succeed my god pulling someone down does not necessarily mean you will go up there is more than enough space and resources for all of us to be the, to be the best that god wants us to be arise and shine don't wait for manna in your tent break out don't wait for the manna to come into your tent. You need to break out. You need to go out there, fetch that manna. I love it. The pulling, you know, especially for us as women, we call it the PhD syndrome, pulling her down um, degree. Some of us have degrees in this field where we pull our beloved sisters down, where we pull each other down. Some of us truly have degrees in that field. And that is not of God. That is not of God, children of the Most High God. So here we are not to pull one another down. We are here to say no two beds have ever collided in the sky. So there is more than enough space for us you know I, I always look at these people who are the vendors who are selling on the streets excuse me i always look at them if they don't have something if i come to buy something and they don't have it you will hear them shouting so and so this woman is looking for this and this do you have it then they will say quickly go to her because they understand there are more than enough people on this planet to buy so why must they be envious and jealous even when i was back home in kzn they would say oh my other brother such and such a shop they do have it they will even phone for you they will even phone for you while you sit and wait somebody goes and fetches the shoe that you are looking for but with us we children of the most high god we we pulling one another down we are even using the saints the souls that god gave us to steward we are even using these poor souls to fight over one another you know we even call these people the souls my people your followers we got such funny names that we are using these people belong to god they are god's people we can't use people children we can't use souls to fight over one another they belong to God and there are battles that we just need to say God you handle this one you will handle this one because if I'm going to handle this one I'm going to be in the flesh so Father God I do not want to be in the flesh please handle this one speak to God God will do it for you because some of us even our leaders have stepped into the flesh because of such things there is more than enough space no two birds have ever collided meaning that there is more than enough space but we are acting as if there is not enough space you don't even have the capacity to handle 10 people but you want to handle 100 people you are messing them up you are destroying them and you are fighting 
over these souls. So children of the Most High God, let us know that God has empowered us. He has given us the strength to be able to do this. Uh, my beloved listeners, we are going to go to a break and then we are going to be back very soon. Yes, my listeners, we are back and I love that um, it's almost like uh, my cousin was listening to what I was, I've been sharing. So I am very excited about it. Um, I am very, very excited about it. Uh, yes, uh, beautifully and well said. And some of us, we need that shaking. We need to be woken up. We need to wake up because some of us, we just want to relax. We want God to just give us things. We want to say, I've been praying about it. And then we want to cry and all of those things. And then the question is, after you've prayed, what have you done? What have you done? After you prayed about it, what have you done? Because there are things that God wants you to do as well. So whatever, when you are praying and you are crying to God, there are things that God is expecting. Even you, as a child of the Most High God, that you must take action. I want us to look at Zechariah chapter 8, verse 12. God says to us, For the seed will produce peace and prosperity. Zechariah 8, verse 12. I want us to read it in the, in the Amplified Version. Uh, can we turn to that? Zechariah 8, verse 12. 12 so I'm just going to give us uh, a chance so that we can just go to it I love this um, the, the amplified translation God is saying to us the title on top when you read it the coming the coming peace and prosperity of Zion. So as we start the weekend, I want us to have that peace and that prosperity that God is talking about for the weekend. And let us know that uh, God is saying to what God is saying to us. He is saying for they, for they, the seed will produce peace and prosperity. So God is saying as we come into this month of Trinity, this month of the Trinity of God, where God says you are going to be visited by the Trinity of God, this is the month where God is saying there, for there the seed will produce peace. Where is there? There is in you. There is in your house. There is wherever you are. Just know that you are that seed. God has planted you to be that seed. And as that seed you will produce, you will produce, I love God says, peace and prosperity. Peace and 
prosperity. You will prosper. You will prosper, my dear beloved listener. That is what God wants of you. You will have peace because what the prosperity that you are going to get, it's not something that you would have cheated anybody out of it. You know, people who have money, I always see this and I always say to God, Oh, Father God, this is one of the things that I do not want. When you look at these beautiful houses that they have and then they've got bodyguards all over, all around them. The reason for that is because what they have, they did not get it in peace. They did not get it legally. They had to cheat, fight people for it. So they know that the people that they have cheated are going to come after them. But God says to us, there will be peace because what you have acquired, what you have, you would have received from God. He is the one who would have given it to you. And God will make sure that there is peace because you would have gotten everything that you have legally in a rightful manner. You wouldn't have cared to kill anybody. You wouldn't have had to cheat anybody. You know, those people who have all of these things but they don't have peace because they know how they got to that seat they know how they got to be those ministers they cheated somebody out they had to kill people you know you might not have physically killed somebody but they had to steal other people's ideas they you know snatching people's babies and now you are parading with this baby as if it's yours but you will not have peace because you know that one day the mama of this baby will recognize the baby and they will claim it back but god is saying for us there will be peace because he is the one who has planted you he is the one who is going to be doing it as we are saying in this month the trinity of god is going to be doing it for us so we will have peace for there the seed will produce peace and prosperity the vine will yield its fruit and the ground will produce its increase the ground will yield its fruit and the vine will produce its increase my god there will always be increase the ground will yield its fruit so when what god is saying here you know there are some ground where you struggle to plow anything and the ground is difficult to produce difficult farmers will tell you but god is saying where you are you are the seed so even things that you touch become the seed and those things that you plant the ground will be forced to to hear your voice as that seed that is falling onto the ground you will be the seed and you will say to the to the you will say to the ground you ground you will produce you ground you will produce so whatever you put whatever whatever you put your hands to you put your hands to do you will produce whether you start a business whether you start a school whether you start a child at a daycare center whatever you are doing in this season god is saying the ground that you are standing on will yield its fruit for you the ground you are the vine will yield its fruit the ground will produce its increase there will be increase the ground will give you increase there will be increase and the heavens will give 
they are due and I will cause the remnant of these people to inherit and possess all of these things this is a promise from God my listeners so let this be the scripture that we are going to run with for this weekend that God this is what you have said and you will do it exceedingly you will do it abundantly and in such a speed in such a manner that even I will be confused when you are doing it for me Lord God because our beloved father can do it Jesus said it in his word and he can do it so my listeners let us know that this is what God, the promise of God. So Zechariah 8 verse 12. Let us meditate on this word for this weekend. And just know that God is able. God is faithful. God can do it. So my listeners, I love you and I bless you. And as I always, and I said, we are still continuing with our declarations. Uh, we still, uh, speaking the declarations to, uh, this, this month. Uh, we will come up with new ones next week, but we are still saying, we said we are saying them for seven days. So let us continue to speak the word of God. Let us continue to decree, decree, decree and declare what God is saying to us. Let us not be silent. Let us make it known in the atmosphere. Let us be an irritation in the devil's ear. Irritate the devil. You know, sometimes that is what I say to the devil. When I feel in my house that there is a presence of darkness, I tell the devil, you know what, the devil, even in our churches, the devil has, has learned this all about us, that we will change our program for him. Suddenly there is somebody who's demon possessed. Then we change the whole program for the devil because now we must entertain this demon possessed person. We start casting out devil. Sometimes I tell the devil, I'm not going to entertain you. I'm not going to fight you. You came into my house. So now you chose to be in my house. So in my house, there are rules that I abide by. And one of those rules is that the word of God is what prevails. So I put the word of God on loud, full mode. I don't go into warfare. I tell the devil, I'm putting the word of God and I will make sure that he listens to that book of revelation. He will listen. I will put it on full mode, loud, repeat the book of revelation because that's the one book that the devil and the demons fear. They hate because it speaks of his final destination. He can't do anything. So I tell him today, I'm not going to be binding, casting, what, what, what of you. You want to be in my house? You want to invade my space? Well, listen to the word of God. This is what I am doing right now. Even if he tries to distract me, I'm like, shut up. The word of God is talking right now. You shut up. The word of God is talking. So even now, my listeners, as we do make these declarations, we need to tell the devil, shut up and hear what the word of God is saying. Because these declarations are taken directly from the word of God. So devil, you shut up. Hear what the word of God is saying. Just say it to him. I'm not going to be spending time fighting you, sweating and all of that right now. It is my time to listen to what God is saying. So you want to be in my space. You are going to hear what my precious father is saying. You tell the devil. So my listeners, that is all I am saying. I love you. I bless you. And I thank you. Please be safe. 
we cover everybody under the blood of Jesus. We we say the blood of Jesus protects you. May you be covered under the blood of Jesus. You will not be harmed. Uh, the song says, I'm going to stay right under the blood where the devil can do me no harm. Be covered as you are in that position to go to your funeral, to go to your party, to do whatever, the church gatherings. May everybody be covered under the blood of Jesus. None of you will be sick. None of you will be striked by any form of death. No diseases, no sicknesses. Nothing will befall you. We speak life upon each and everyone who is listening as we are about to go over our weekend. No ill will befall you. May you be blessed. May the Lord keep his face on you. May the Lord shine his face on you. May the Lord um, bless you and keep you. May the Lord be gracious towards you. I bless you and I love you. Let us listen to our declarations. Amen. According to 1 Corinthians 2 and 16, I have the mind of Christ. Therefore, I am anointed to think creatively and accurately. My mind is designed by God. My mind belongs to God. My thoughts belong to God. Thank you, Lord, for giving me divine strategies for wealth creation and wealth preservation. I receive a download of innovative business ideas and strategies that will generate wealth for me and my family in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I move away from old thought patterns that bring oppression into my mind. Old thought patterns that restrict me from receiving the abundance of God into my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I receive right now, today, new ways of thinking. New ways of thinking about money. New ways of thinking about provision. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you Lord for new methods new strategies that will move me from being a borrower to a lender. Thank you, Lord, that the breakthrough happens first in my mind before it happens materially. I receive a breakthrough in my mind in the mighty name of Jesus. Every spirit in my mind that chains me, every spirit in my mind that restricts me from believing God for the impossible, from believing God for the expansion that he is to bring, I move away from those old thought patterns. Father, thank you today for new songs. I thank you for new designs. Thank you for new book ideas. Thank you for new business ventures. Thank you for new products. Father, at any stage of my life, any moment of the day, randomly disturb the affairs of my life in order to deposit new ideas and new solutions to old standing problems in the mighty name of Jesus. I put on the helmet of salvation to protect my mind from accepting poverty and lack as my portion. I put on the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation. My mind is protected. My mind is guarded from spirits of lack. 
from spirits of poverty. I rebuke generational spirits that cause me to settle for little, even though I serve the God of more than enough. Every spirit that may have come from my family, that may have come from my genealogy, that restricts me to being one who lives a life of poverty, I rebuke you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. According to 2 Corinthians 10.5, right now I cast down arguments and imaginations that exalt themselves in my life and in my mind against the knowledge of Christ. I cast down arguments against God's provision in my life. I rebuke every imagination and every vision that gives me a picture of myself looking impoverished, looking broke, looking indebted. I refuse to have visions that show me in a state that is not God's design nor God's desire for my life. I see myself prosperous. I see myself rich. I see myself wealthy. I see myself expanded and increased in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I rebuke and I refuse all opportunistic spirits, spirits of greed, spirits of selfishness, the spirits that seduce me to worship money. I rebuke you. You will not take advantage of me in the mighty name of Jesus. I will not bow to the God of money. I will not work for money. I declare that money will work for me. Money will serve God's purposes for my life. Money will cause me to worship God without restriction. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare in faith that prosperity will never take the place of God in my life. I am not afraid to prosper because of the possibility that money will take over the place of God in my life. I will prosper and I will still serve the purposes of God in the mighty name of Jesus. According to 1 Corinthians 2.16, I have the mind of Christ. My mind is geared to prosper and to succeed. My thoughts are aligned to the provision that God brings into my life. The Lord grants me the wisdom not only to create wealth, but to preserve it and to grow it and to make it work for me. I will not squander, abuse, nor misuse the provision that God brings into my life. Father, thank you for the wisdom to know how to wisely and effectively use the resources that you bring into my life. Lord, I pray that you will make me a good steward of the resources that you bring into my life. Waste shall not be found in me. In the mighty name of Jesus, my pockets shall not have holes in them. What comes in shall not be lost in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for special wisdom and financial literacy that will allow me to sit on tables where financial transactions are being made. Lord, I thank you for financial wisdom beyond my years that Lord, even though I may not have learned financial management in academic institutions, Father, I thank you that you will give me divine wisdom to be able to wisely manage the resources that you bring into my life. I pray, dear God, that just like Joseph, you will give me room to solve long-standing problems for kings and for pharaohs. 
Lord, I pray that in the workplace, in the business space, when there are problems that cannot be solved, Jehovah, you will give me a special anointing to solve long-standing problems, to solve problems at work, problems at home, problems at church, problems in my community and wherever I am. And I thank you that as I solve problems, they bring provision. My ability to solve problems brings provision into my life in the mighty name of Jesus. I receive the anointing for divine solutions that brings provision into my life in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that as I solve problems, promotion comes into my life. In accordance with Psalm 75 and verse 6, promotion neither comes from the east nor from the west. It is God who judges. He brings one down and he exalts another. Father, I thank you that divine promotion and elevation is my portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that you will put down whoever should be put down. You will exalt whoever should be exalted in order for me to occupy my position of promotion. In the mighty name of Jesus, I refuse to be stuck in one level. Progress and promotion is my portion. I declare right now that I will move to the next level of income. Before this year is over, I declare that my salary level shall increase in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare that before this year is over, I move to the next level of management, to the next level of responsibility, to the next academic level in the mighty name of Jesus. I will not be stuck. I will not be stuck in one level in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak promotion into my life. I rebuke every spirit that delays my promotion in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, just like you sent the angel Mikhail to fight for the release of the answer for the prayer of Daniel. Father, let Mikhail be dispatched to release the answer to this prayer that I am making this moment in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare that in the heavens, angels are being dispatched to bring about the answer to my progress in the mighty name of Jesus. I release every delayed promotion, every delayed promotion in the workplace, every delayed promotion in the community, in the family, in every area of my life. I release delayed approval of plans, delayed approval of contracts and proposals in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I declare that all delays in my life, Father, they shall be fast-tracked in the mighty name of Jesus. Cause my progress to be fast-tracked in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, thank you. I receive promotion in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you that promotion is my portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you that even right now in the realm of the spirit, promotion is being released. Father, thank you that right now I'm being translated, transferred, moved into my next level in the name of Jesus, my next level of ministry, my next level of blessing. Father, in the business space, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, thank you. I receive promotion. I receive promotion. The anointing for divine promotion is mine in the mighty name of Jesus. I see 
see myself in the next level. I see myself in my next job. I see myself in my next opportunity, my next business venture, my next building, my next car. In the mighty name of Jesus, I visualize my promotion. I appropriate my promotion. I grab a hold of my promotion in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Isn't God great? God is a good God. He is a loving God. We bless him. We give him the praise. And we've just heard our declarations. Um, powerful, powerful declarations as we get ready to have a Manasseh experience, to have a Ephraim say it, I will have an, a Manasseh experience, I will have an Ephraim experience as we get ready to say it, as we are saying the God that we serve, he is a good God, a great God, a wonderful God, a glorious God. So God is giving us the declarations as we started. This is this is the month. This is the year. Remember 2020, the prophets had told us it was the year of the mouth, the year where we are supposed to be declaring things. And what did the devil do? He silenced us. He put masks on us so that we wouldn't be talking what God wanted us to say, decree and declare. But I love God. God says he can cause us to redeem the time. He did that with Ezekiel. He said, I want you to lie on your left side for 365 days and i want you to lie on your right side for 40 days i want you to redeem the time ephesians uh, philippians speak about that where god will cause us to redeem the time so this year as we make declarations we are redeeming the time we are redeeming what was supposed to happen in 2021 we are redeeming it as we make the prophetic declarations we are decreeing success we are decreeing promotions over our lives so our God is not a man that he should tell a lie. God said it will happen for us. It is bound to happen and our God will do it for us. So we are redeeming the times. That is what we are doing. As we continue to make these declarations, we are telling the devil, that devil we are redeeming the time this is what was supposed to happen so we are saying to you in the mighty name of jesus you are a liar devil we are redeeming the times thank you my listeners so those were the declarations i love using my sister's voice for the declarations because i believe her english is posh she speaks better english than me so i've asked her to i wrote the declarations down and i said she must just say them for us so our god is great our god is good he is a great god he is a good god he is a loving god so as we are wrapping up saying that we will have a manasseh experience children of the most high god this is the month of supernatural provision supernatural acceleration so god said this is a month of supernatural so i said to him supernatural what the year i mean he said you add so what is it that you want what is it that you want god is saying add onto it add onto it it will be that month of supernatural add onto it that month whatever supernatural provision that you want god to do for you that you want god to give you god is saying add onto that month that will be that supernatural so add what you want from God. What is it that you want God to do for you? What do you want God to give you? 
that is what God is saying. What is it? Do you want supernatural speed? Like Elijah, supernatural acceleration. Do you want a supernatural miracle? The same miracle that I gave to Jacob. Ed, God gave Jacob such a powerful, powerful supernatural miracle. I mean, the breeders will tell you. The breeders will tell you that when you are breeding cows, you are breeding animals, you do in order for you, even I understand it from a scientific point of view, you can't have all positive parents having sex and producing a child and that child becomes an AB. It means something is dodgy there. Only God can do that. Only God can do that. Supernatural provision, you know? And that is what happened. Uh, 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 Jacob was breeding animals they read of the same kind. You know what he did? He went to the trees. He went to and he made them skip. God Almighty. Just explaining this, it didn't make sense. But when I saw what God is able and is capable of doing, out of that, they came the speckled cows. And Laban was so confused. Laban was so confused. He did not understand what was happening because God was saying, you were cheated out last year. You were cheated out in 2020. You ended up losing everything. Even the places where you invested your money that ended up taking your money away. You have been cheated. You have been robbed by the Laban in your life. But I am telling you that Laban is about to be shocked. He is about to be surprised as I'm going to give you a supernatural miracle. A supernatural miracle. You know why? Because God redeems time. Jacob was cheated from the very first day he stepped into that man's house. He worked for seven years for something that he did not bargain for. He had to work for another seven years. Imagine working for 14 years for a wife. After that, this man could see that I am blessed because of you. Some of our organizations are blessed because by us being there, the day we leave, they realize this woman was a blessing in this department. This woman was a blessing in this organization. But while we are there, they don't see it. I am telling you, they are about to see it now. They are about to see what kind of a blessing you are as God repays you, as God redeems you, as God rewards you. A supernatural miracle is coming your way. I believe that word for myself. A supernatural is coming for me. The supernatural provision. There is an abundance, the supernatural rain that is coming for you. Supernatural rain that is coming for you. Your God will do it for you. Your God will do it for you. That is our God. A great God that he is. A glorious God, a magnificent God. That is what God will do for us. Supernatural provision is coming our way. I believe that, my listeners. I believe that in the mighty name of Jesus. So, my listeners, I would love to end that, uh, to end with that, saying we are about to have ourselves a supernatural provision as we give God gives us a Manasseh experience, an Ephraim experience. We are about to be blessed beyond measures. The supernatural provision, the supernatural blessing that is coming our way. We bless God. We give him praise in the mighty name of Jesus. I bless you, my listeners. And I just want to thank you for taking the time out to listen to me. Uh, until we meet again tomorrow. Same time. Same place. Uh, on Von.radio. 
your favorite radio broadcasting station. This is your host, Lady G, signing out. I bless you. I love you. And may the good Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord bless you. Be safe out there. COVID is still around. Be safe out there. But it's not COVID. It's just the leftover, the praise. You know, when uh, even when we say it's just leftover food, I don't care what the devil says. I got an assured word from God. No more COVID in the mighty name of Jesus. No more COVID. These are just, you know, when you've had an earthquake, the tremors that are still making you to think of the past, these tremors are about to disappear. These tremors are about to disappear in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless you, love you, and bye.